0: So as we get ready to close out season one of An Empowered You, the podcast, our raw and real series, where we got a little raw and real with a few ladies and myself and introduced you a little bit about my journey, my testimony, and what led up to this specific podcast. On today's show, I have a dear friend of mine, Natasha Dueling married to NBA coach Keon Dooling and has four incredible kids, all teenagers and one son who's 11 years old. She has been in the NBA industry for a while as a wife, always supporting her husband along the way. And no matter what challenges they face, they always got through it with the grace of God. And there are so many trials and tribulations that we go through as mothers, as women, as wives, as partners. And it's so important to tap into um, these conversations with the people that you love and just check in on them and make sure that they're doing good and allow them to share their testimony so that they can be the reason that someone else may not make that same mistake along the way. So without further ado, I would love to introduce you to a great friend of mine, Natasha Dueling, and we are getting raw and real as we wrap up season one of an Empowered You, the podcast. Our second season would be filled Kicking it off right around Valentine's Day And we are talking everything love Love your body, love your mind Love in relationships And so much more Are you ready? Let's go From struggle to purpose Fighting through the curses You are now listening to Dodging the surface but nobody noticed And empowered you My name is Rhonda Karan and I am obsessed with everything marketing and bringing the magic sauce back to your life. I'm a mom of three, serial entrepreneur, and have turned the mess into a beautiful message. I am here to empower you through education, celebration, and falling in love with the person that matters the most and that is you. No shy talk, straight, raw, real, and uncomfortable topics that empower you in life and in business. A safe space for you to grow, heal, and be the best version of yourself. Get comfortable, pull up a seat, and get ready to be challenged and empowered while you learn. Easy, struggle to purpose, gotta fight
1: through all curses, the surface, but nobody-
0: This is an empowered you podcast. So Natasha Dooling is married to her high school sweetheart, King Dooling, who was an NBA star and is now an NBA coach. So life is a little different for you now, huh, Natasha?
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It like it everything like just changed so fast because we was out for what, about seven years? We've been out? Since yeah. 2013, 2014. So I so I had to get used to being out and now I got to used to got to get back used to um being back in. So it's it's definitely it's definitely uh different, you know, the change and you know having to move again. So Jordan is not having it either. Like she's she's upset she got to leave California.
0: <laughs> so you guys have to leave
1: California. Yeah, we're we're we sold our home, so we're going to go cuz you know he signed a long deal. Long enough for for us to, you know, I can't be away from my husband for three years. Right. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Sold our home, but California is our home. So, we'll be here in California every summer. So,
0: Well, Florida is really your home, right?
1: That's where I'm from.
0: So, you're born and raised in Fort Lauderdale.
1: Born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, but but... You know, California is home for, for 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 me and my husband. You know, I feel like we grew up here. You know, I had my first two kids out here. I was 20 years old when I moved out here. So I feel like I was, you know, basically grew up out here, you know, as an adult. You know, so this is like home for me.
0: Oh, okay. So you grew up in Fort Lauderdale, kind of rocked out there in your upbringing. But then Cali is really where you guys stationed we a lot of grew, your time yeah, and what you're used out to. you grew up
1: here, like, you know? I had my first baby out here. So, you know,
0: I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. I thought it was all in Florida.
1: Mm -mm, No, Didi and Gabby was born in uh, Santa Monica. Jordan was born in Boca and KJ was born in um, New Jersey.
0: Oh, okay. So, I mean, I guess that comes with the territory of being married to an NBA player because they're always getting new contracts and they have to like kind of shift and move according to, you know, the contracts that they're signing. How hard was that for you? Is it just something that you adjusted to or did it like really take a toll on you?
1: Yeah, I think like, yeah, it didn't take a toll on me too much because like I was 20. He was like, what, 19? Turning 20 when we first got in the league. So, like, leaving the league wasn't normal for me. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like they, you know, we grew up in the league. Right.
0: Like, you guys are veterans to this.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So tell me, grew up in the hood in Fort Lauderdale. I mean, well, like born in the hood in Fort Lauderdale, right? So tell me a a little bit about your upbringing and, you know, just kind of a little bit about your Fort Lauderdale days. I would love for you to get a little raw and real with us.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it was tough, man. Like in the 80s, being a light-skinned, you know, sister with hazel eyes, green Mm -hmm. eyes, they changed colors on me. It was tough, man. Man, people hated on me so much. I stayed in fights, stayed getting into it with people. Cause one thing I wouldn't I wasn't gonna do was back down. That's what that's what that wasn't gonna happen. Right. So, you know, I was a fighter. hmm you know? I, I, I had two brothers, you know, street dudes who raised me, you know? So like I wasn't backing down from nobody. So but I but I got bullied a lot I guess that's what they I wouldn't call it bullied back then but you know now these days they'll call it bullying Mm -hmm. but uh yeah I was bullied bullied a lot but I wasn't you know what I mean because I wasn't about to back down from nobody
0: yeah mind you guys she's like five feet tall but the most (laughs) mightiest shorty that I know like she's She's light eyes, light skin, you know, like gorgeous. You can't even tell how old she is right now in <laughs> currently on age at all. So mind you, we're talking about like a little itty bitty, you know, <laughs> teenager having to like fight her
1: way man. through the
0: streets of man, Fort Lauderdale. Man,
1: beat me up so bad in fifth grade, but what I want, she was so big, man, she supposed she to been in middle school, really. But she beat well, you- me up, but I fought her back and that girl ain't bother me no more. But you might have won that fight, but you weren't gonna bother me again. Because I wasn't gonna back down, we would we would have had to fight every day. But I was not about to back down and you wasn't gonna try me and you wasn't gonna just treat do anything to me, have me scared, coming to school. I was not having that. Like I was gonna fight whether you big, small, I was gonna lose, I ain't care, none of that. And I think that's
0: important, um, you know, if you're being bullied, of course, and it's something that you just, you're too scared to even, you know, fight back, that's okay too, right, you know, right. but but most of the time it just takes a little courage on, you know, the little person's end to just step up and say, hey, I might be little, I might be short, right. but you're not going to try me, exactly. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah yeah
0: you know but, but, definitely reach out for help if you're being bullied in any of type of course, way, because- yes,
1: because like I feel like nowadays it's worse, you know what I mean it's like, worse it's not how it was back in the day, so i yeah I, these- I suggest any if any kid is getting bullied, you know what I mean, like please go tell somebody, yeah, these teenagers yeah, are that, brutal. There is not even you know kids are committing suicide, you know, it's real out here now.
0: It's real. It's Mm -hmm. over a two hundred percent increase in suicidal within um, the younger demographic, especially during this pandemic this year, and it really breaks my heart because, like, I'm here. So if you're hearing this and you need some love, come. I will love on you. I will mentor you, and I will give you whatever you need because that's what life is about, Tasha. Like, how can we help other people? You know me and me and you. We've We've known each other for quite some time, and I I, want to talk about that a little bit. Um, I met Keon through Club Play, and I used to be um, the director of marketing for one of the hottest nightclubs in um, South Beach. And Keon was one of the partners, silent partners. And then I met you because it was kind of one of my first marketing projects with Mm Sportsality. And it was a mommy blog of (laughs) women that were like married to men in the NBA Mm -hmm. and talked about sports and talked about real life stuff and really got to do some exciting things with you. I think I I flew out to a few NBA um, events, definitely was courtside at at a game or two um, and, and got a little sneak peek into some of your personal world too I think I came over for like a barbecue and Mm -hmm. always lots of love Mm -hmm. you know that's that's one thing I noticed about you like even when I got stuff wrong or where I didn't get things right within the project I was always met with a lot of love from from you Keon was always a little harder on me but but that's Mm -hmm. just you know nature of men right like they always (laughs) want to be like hardcore but it was still always love and that's something that I really respected about the two of you. Um, so tell me a little bit, do you miss salary at all? Like, do you miss having your own thing going on? Or once you become a mom to four kids, I feel like that's it. That kind of becomes your full-time job for a little bit because- I see Didi and and all of them are doing like movies or tennis oh, or just doing so many different things and that must take a lot of your time. How do you balance
1: uh, it all? Yeah, Didi's Dee in, um she's in a college, so she's in film school. So she's a, a she's majoring in uh, filming and uh, she's an actress. So yeah, so I manage her career. And she kind of fired me, fired me, you know, her senior year, but that's okay. I really wasn't. You can't fire me, your mom. But Gabby is a full-time <laughs> tennis player. You know, my hands is full with that, you know. and, and Is Georgia, she like the next Serena Williams? I, I'm, we praying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got we I see praying. you guys putting in work with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She She's doing really good, though. She's doing really good. A student. You know, uh Jordan's still, you know, she's only thirteen, she's still trying to figure it out, but she's heading towards, you know, being a therapist, you know, a child. Oh,
0: let's let's talk about that thirteen yeah. year old age because I
1: know. Lord, girl, she, when, she gotta go to Utah. Oh, Ooh. girl,
0: when my daughters turned thirteen, well I wanna say maybe like seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Going into their high school year, that was some of the toughest years of my life. Wow! I was met with a lot of like clapback, a lot of you mm-hmm. know them trying to figure out who they are, yeah. lots yeah. of attitude, mm-hmm. and it was. I, I had to go get therapy because, like, I just wanted to kick their ass. Like I that's know. that's oh, you yeah. know like, oh, like it, who it the a lot F- of those days. <laughs> like who that f do you think you're exactly. talking to girl? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Do you know who
1: I am? Exactly, girl. do you know where I'm from? Like people in the streets, try me. So you not about to try me.
0: And and you know, like as two moms, right? Me and you are two moms. Yeah. We both come from the hood. Um, born and raised in the hood, I fought almost all my life growing up as well. Um, I really got bullied as well. And I I think uh-huh. I got bullied more from like the black girls than like yes, you know, yeah. anything else. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I feel that. You know, it was it was always something. Um, and so it, it it it's kind of hard. like you can take me out the hood per se but you mm-hmm. can't take the hood out of me. Mm-hmm. So I try to find balance with my girls because of course I don't physically abuse my girls like thank god for that. Right. Um and it just sometimes can get a little hectic and overwhelming because I have Jazzy who's like mm-hmm. an incredible singer and yes, she, she just did. sometimes gets right under my skin. trust me I know I know how do you deal with that like what are some points for moms out there that can deal with like an irate teenager that is still trying to figure it out what are your points on that
1: Uh, my you know my thing is like you you gotta listen to them you know what I mean like let them talk but not you know don't let them have too much of an opinion you know what I mean so that that's that's what I learned with my girls to just try my best to listen to them. But at the end of the day, what I say, go you, if you living under my roof, you know, but I, I try my best. I think it's best to, like, build a relationship with your daughters so that they trust you so that they're able to come to tell you things like when they're in trouble, you know, is something going on, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. So you just got to you got to have that open communication with them. But not too open, you know what I am saying. You want to, you want to be their mother, and you don't, you, but you don't want to be too much of their friend. You know what I mean. So you kind of mm-hmm. want to have it, you know fifty, you know fifty thirty. Girl, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, like, like you like, want to give them too much, but then you don't want to, you know, silence them either and take too much away because you want them to be able to come to you and tell you, like, is something wrong or something's going on. Like, me and my girls have a great understanding. We talk about, you know, certain things. Gabby gave me a little trouble. You know, she wanted to dye her hair the other day without asking. How old is Gabby? 17. Okay. She wanted to dye her hair, you know, the other day without asking. I'm like, you just you don't just go dye your hair. Like, you come talk to me. But I think having an older sister, they look at Didi and try and do what she do. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, Didi's Dee about to be 20. She's moving out on her own. You know what I mean? You're not Didi, So you still got a long ways to go before you get to that point. So that's that's the only thing with girls. They kind of tricky. Girl. You know?
0: I got into it with, um, um, I'm just going to say my sperm donor because that's oh literally God. what it is <laughs> at this point. I'm just being raw and real. Um Because Jazzy expresses herself through like piercings. She likes to get piercings. So she has four piercings in each ear. Um, And then she has her nose done. She had her nose pierced. Mm -hmm. Of course, ask mommy. And mm-hmm. mommy approved, mm-hmm. you know. I don't I think that it's important to let our kids self-express themselves. Um, and a piercing doesn't define who they are. I'm extremely proud of the fact of like she has straight A's, you know, she's never even kissed yeah. a boy, yeah. Tasha. Like mm-hmm. she's she's 15, gonna be 16, but she kind of still has like a really young yeah. mentality. But thank you have God to like that. You know, thank God for that. <laughs> and, and but I think it's important that like parents understand that you have to get to know your kids and not judge them for how they creatively want to express
1: themselves. themselves.
0: Because when you start shutting that down, you're shutting down their creative expression Mm -hmm. and you might as well just like lock
1: them in a room
0: and not let them
1: do anything. Exactly. Yes. I totally agree with that, Rhonda.
0: So, you know, it 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 goes back to just like being able to balance it all. Like you and uh, you know, Keon have provided such an amazing lifestyle for these kids. I mean, you know, it's a different lifestyle when you're when your dad is like an NBA legend right. and, you know, you're now an NBA coach. Right. Yeah. So, but I I'd never see like that Bouginess from your kids. Like, I never see that they think that they're better than someone else. I
1: have good kids. You really do. I I do. I was, um, you guys have
0: really done a great job
1: with them. I think the two oldest is more spoiled than the two youngest because I think, like, by the time Keon was getting ready to leave, KJ and Jordan was still, like, young. So they really didn't get to, uh, experience you know what I mean how Didi and Gabby did so those the two oldest are a little bit more spoiled than the two youngest but still they're good kids you know and I think that's why Jordan is having a hard time because she's not used to having to move around because she was so young so now she's like what where is this coming from like removing and like Didi and Gabby told her like girl get over it like me and Gabby had to move all the time when Daddy was playing. So now it's your turn. <laughs> so, so
0: is Gabby staying behind in L.A.?
1: No, Gabby is going. She's gonna okay. uh, be training in Utah. You know.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> and and Utah's not bad. I've heard lots of great things yeah. about Utah.
1: Just Dee Dee will be in um, L.A. She got an apartment in L.A. So, yeah, I'm gonna miss my baby. This so, You know, she's moving out. It's gonna be hard for me.
0: Yeah, my, I have a 21-year-old too. She's still kind of he, here in between here and, and her boyfriend's house because they know adulting is really expensive. But it's definitely going to be like, it's kind of like I'm ready for her to move out because I really that. want her to like yeah. explore. And learn and grow, even though she's just so intelligent on her own. But it is—it's heartbreaking to just think you're going to be in like one state because she wants to move to Texas. She's not a fan of living in Florida. She feels like you know Florida is not a place to
1: even raise I, kids. I, I can't. I can't do Florida. <laughs> I, can't, a, I, I can't do it. I can't. Why? It's just. Uh, it's, I, I can't, Rhonda.
0: It's just it's what hard to hide the people. The way No, you know what, it's, you know, what I, what I used to always say is that there, it's a lot harder here in Florida because, um, you know, there isn't a lot of support Mm -hmm. and there isn't a lot of like community unity. And then I started to just build my own and then I started to just like, Uh, cultivate and become like this different person. So I started attracting the people that I was becoming. So now I have like a niche of women that support me, but they're like literally from all over the nation. It's not just, you know, Florida, especially Uh now with this pandemic, Uh we've had to like shift everything and start doing everything virtually. And Man. I feel like you attract with you what you are. You know yeah. what I mean? And But in your lifestyle, that, that can be a little hard because if you're like an NBA player's wife or an NBA coach's wife, you're attracting that same kind of vibe. And that can be a little I dangerous.
1: family. You know what I mean? Them, them be the worst ones.
0: Girl, the family family doesn't support. It's sad. Uh, you know, family won't. My,
1: mine's to support me. I could do without.
0: Yeah, straight up. No, I could I, do without. But it just, it would be nice. No, nah, it would straight.
1: be nice. It wouldn't be nice. I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> the family that I deal with, they know who they are, and that's who I deal with. The ones that I don't, I don't deal with them at all. Don't want no parts of them. Don't want nothing to do with them. And my life is great.
0: Yeah, we have to create those boundaries because mm-hmm. you know sometimes the most. Um dangerous relationships are the ones with family that haven't done the healing and the work.
1: Exactly, and I can't cuz I have not done too much work on myself. You know? Let's you?
0: talk a little bit about yes. that. Yes. So, we all know it's public. Um, you know, years ago Keon dueling was faced with some 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 you know, some kind of uh, bumps in the road. And it was, I think it was scary for all of us. I know I cried, I'm sure you cried. Um, And it was just like a really trying time for the family. How were you able to deal with that, Tasha? Like, how were you able to be strong, deal with that and then bounce back?
1: The grace of God. (laughs) The the grace of God, Rhonda. That's, That's all, the grace of God and therapy.
0: Talk
1: to me a little bit about it therapy would, and tell me I, why it's so important. Uh, therapy is, man. Listen, I suggest that everybody go get some therapy. Like when I tell you that helped me, it helped my soul, it helped my life, it helped my marriage, it helped me become a better wife, a better a, a better daughter, a better mother, a better sister. You know what I mean? A better friend. You know what I mean? Like it's just it just opened up like I think I was like so uptight before. You know what I mean? And now I just I know me. Nobody can't tell me nothing about me. I love me some me, you know, and like therapy helped me with that. Um, Dr. Dr. Benson, that was my therapist. He passed away in um, October last year. And like, oh my God, that was probably one of the toughest things I ever that I went through, like losing him. Like, cause he was just like my go-to. You know what I mean? And when Dr. B died, man, that thing was that thing was hurtful. But I thank God for him. And I think he gave me all the tools that I need before he left here. And when I tell you, like, that man was a blessing in my life, like he opened up so much for me. You know what I mean? So you know, I just think everybody should get therapy. I, I put my kids in therapy. My husband, you know, he stay in therapy, you know. <laughs> well,
0: he's a life <laughs> Not, coach now. he's too. a life coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Keon Dueling, I respect him so much because, Me you too. know, like, I heard, like, when I heard everything, like, hit the fan and he spoke about being like sexually molested yes, and then yeah. he never dealt with it. And I right? never knew.
1: I never knew to everybody. You never, know e- you never knew either? No, I didn't know until everybody else, but he held that. Oh until I didn't goodness. know until everybody else found out. So he held that in held that his in. entire life. His entire life. He told when, me when I went to visit him in the hospital, that's when he told me
0: whoa so held it in up until his mid-30s yes. I want to say right yes and then you know kind of God kind of just took the wheel I want to say because he'm um, I'm, I'm thinking he knew that he needed to progress more in life so that he needed to like pull him out of whatever he was going through All and right. make sure he dealt
1: man right with- I tell you I know how it looks But when I tell you him his breakdown and everything that happened to us, it was the best thing that ever happened to us.
0: Isn't that how it works? It
1: was the best thing that ever. It made us better. It made us stronger. It made us wiser. It made us tougher. It made us get all the bullshit out of our life. You know what I mean? And the Lord just surrounded us around nothing but great people. You know what I mean? Like, God is good. It's 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 funny because
0: people sit there and question all the time. Like this is probably the worst thing in my life Mm-mm. that I've ever gone through, and then and then months later they're like, "Wow, had I not yes. gone through that, we I would not here. We, we we wouldn't be here okay. talking this testimony." yeah, yes. and 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 I won't get too much into details, guys. If you want to hear what happened, Google it. It's all over the news. It's all it's everywhere. It's um, okay. I feel like that. That is the past. And Keon Dooling has also written an incredible book where he opens up about being sexually molested and some of the toughest moments in his life, which have made him and his wife who they are today. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be more proud and honored of both of you because to take a situation like that, right. And to learn and evolve and grow from it. I know that there's been multiple men that have come forward and started speaking Mm -hmm. about being molested Mm -hmm. by another man or being molested by a family member. And he has brought so much healing and strength. Yes. to so many people like all across the world and that is phenomenal
1: mm-hmm. yeah it is it is I'm so proud of him like I am too I am too I am, too. So I am
0: too. proud I watch from afar you know <laughs> what I mean like I'm always I see what he's doing I'm always I'm always sliding in his dms like hey <laughs> hey I want to speak at your next event hey don't forget about me and I'm sure he sits there and reads it and it's yeah, like what
1: yeah he's such a humble man you know what I mean Kiana's He's always been the more outgoing one. I'm the one that's quiet and not that. T- you know what I mean? I, I'm not gonna really talk to you unless I know you. You know what I mean? So like, he's the more outgoing one, and I'm more the like introvert. You know? So
0: yeah, for sure. Hey, Outspoken one. He's always like. I remember when I told him like I smoked cannabis, and he was like, "Girl, you know." Like, he's always been the chill, laid back
1: girl. That, kind that, of vibe. That's another it, thing that helped me,
0: girl. L medical marijuana like has helped me man
1: girls who you tell so telling? many ways. Who are you telling? It's, so many ways. It's been ways. a blessing to me in my life.
0: And it's really sad that it's still not federally regulated to the oh, point no.
1: where I we know. can just know. easily,
0: you know, California, mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. different, I feel like, because it's more recreational, you can just walk in and grab some from everywhere. But, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Miami, Florida, it's still medical, you need a medical mm-hmm. card. Unit, an actual <laughs> condition to get it. But I just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm praying for the day that they're able to just fully, like federally regulate yeah, this plant too. that helps yeah. so many people.
1: Yeah, 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 me too. I know.
0: So moving to Utah, kids are going with you. Um, one thing behind in LA. What is next for Natasha Dooley?
1: You know what? I just want to focus on my family, you know, like focus on my uh. Family business, you know. Keon got a few business that he's doing. That you know. That I just want to be there for my husband and my kids. Like that's that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to make sure my daughter' career, you know, get get her where she need to be at, in, in her acting and her movie, you know, movie making and all that kind of stuff. And Gabby tennis and KJ is a baseball player and Jordan want to be a, a, a therapist and all that. kind. So I just want to focus on my on my husband and my kids right now. You know, I love and that because be I therapist. have the help of my mom. You know, my mom, she's she's the best. She's with you. She'll be here Friday, so she'll come and spend two months, and then she'll leave, and then she'll come back. So she kind of rotated, because, you know, she love Florida, so she not. She go. love her some Florida, little, yeah. little girl. <laughs> girl, I'm trying <laughs> to get her to move in with us so bad. And I, I can't. I don't want to go. I'm like, oh, lord. It, it, she love to sit on the block
0: with her chair yeah. and, <laughs> and gossip with her friends. Uh-huh.
1: And, and her sister's. Mm-hmm.
0: And live her life, you know. But it's awesome that she has an amazing daughter like you that's willing to like provide and take care of her. You've always extended, overextended yourself um with your family members and your friends. Like, I've always noticed that. Like, I would never need for anything if I was around you. I mean, yeah, I, I would yeah, never ask yeah. you for I had anything. To stop but...
1: that, though. I don't do that no more.
0: Well, that's you good know, because I've got my people...
1: brothers. My brothers, like, you know what I mean? Like, my brothers are like, you know, they help raise me. You know, my dad, I had, I got a good dad, you know, like I, I had a good life. I lived in the hood, but you know, I had a good life, you know, my brother's, my brother just left. He was here for a month, you know, he helped with the move and, you know, he was here cause Keon left. So he, ha- he came and helped out and stayed, you know, while Keon was, you know, back and forth to Utah. But now he's uh, there fully now cause the season start actually, I think Monday, so I said, full-time in Utah. Yeah, so my brothers and my mom, man, I don't know what I'd do without them.
0: Yeah, you've always had that support. I remember your brother. That's the one that has all the tattoos.
1: <laughs> and then the other one, you know, he, he home now. So he, he's been home for almost a year. So Oh, he, I haven't met him. Yeah, he's never married met him. now. He's doing really good. So mm-hmm. Kevin, his nice name is Kevin, yeah, Nice. <clears>
0: always support it. I feel like... You know, when you have a big heart, you go through the season of giving, 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 yeah, but then you have, to take a, yeah, you have to take a step back at some point and say, what am I really giving to? Exactly.
1: You know, yeah. Is
0: this really feeding me? Man, really I'm telling
1: you, you, I'm so stingy, run down like spending a dollar.
0: Well, that's that's <laughs> the way it is. You gotta see, like, after I hit a certain amount of money in my bank account, bro.
1: I don't wanna spend, no, I don't wanna buy no bag. I don't wanna spend it. I don't wanna spend a dollar. I'm so cheap now. I don't know how that happened.
0: Well, you could send me all your bags that you no longer
1: want.
0: I'll definitely take all the bags <laughs> when you clean out the closet. You
1: can send them all to me because Girl, that's. I done did all that. It's just you like, did. It's just you irrelevant. Did. Now, it don't mean nothing Soon as It you don't buy mean that stuff, You can't sell it. You can't resell it. No. You I could resell stuff. it. We could
0: resell it. We Let resell
1: me know. It, we can go to the store. You won't get what you got for it. It's not. It's you not won't get what you got Keep money in it. your pocket. Man, you I it's not an investment. I'd rather buy me some land some properties I rather I when I get money I invest that's what I do I so- got I got the app on my phone as soon as I get money instead of buying a bag I'm investing I'm investing in this company I'm investing in this company like that's what I do now I don't spend on stuff like that no more
0: you know, it's funny. I went into the Gucci store the other day for the first time in my life. Like, I've never ever what? wanted to buy Gucci, like, ever. Cause I, you know, I can't, I, I've never really had money. I, I always had to, like, right. you know, hustle oh, and bustle nightmare. my way um, through stuff. So I went into Gucci cause I'm like, no, actually I went into Louis Vuitton cause I really wanted to get the fanny pack, you know, the one that you put around right, your waist. Right, right. And I'm like, how much can this really be? Right? Like it can't be much. It's a, like a fanny pack that goes around the thing. So, you know, they bring you in, you get your own person, you know, I'm right, like, right. I'm bougie now. I'm in Louis Vuitton. And she brings out these two bags and I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh, this one is really cute. How much is this? how much is it? And she's like, twenty nine hundred dollars. And I said, I looked over to Jazz at Jazz, and I said, I am not paying twenty
1: nine hundred dollars, girl. Guy. You take that and in invest in, in in something.
0: But then, but then I walked out. I go into Gucci, and I, I was like, okay, the Gucci bag's got to be a little cheaper, mm-hmm. right? They were a little cheaper, but uh, again, I'm not spending $1,200 yeah. on a fanny pack. Yeah. So I go into the kids area, you know, they have the kids area in the Gucci store and I look at these, the cutest little Gucci slides for Leilani and they were 190 So I was like, you know what, Leilani, about to get some Gucci Gucci. slides because (laughs) that is, and and for what? Because I'm looking at these Gucci slides now, and I'm like, I should really go return these slides because she's probably only gonna wear them like four or five times, times." and then then we're done. But I say that to say this, and I I want people to understand this, right? Material stuff won't fulfill you. You Like we're talking to. Natasha Dueling, who is married to Keon Dueling, who is an NBA veteran who has seen millions of dollars across her life to date. And we're here to tell you that it does not matter. It Material
1: matter, stuff. You're get it, and then you're gonna it, it gonna fulfill you for that moment when you're getting it. And then when you get home, you're gonna see some other stuff and you're gonna wanna get that. And then the it just keeps going. You know what I mean? And as soon as you buy that stuff. Soon as, as you walk out the store, it's not worth nothing. It's not worth you know, nothing. It's, not and it's,
0: worth it's probably nothing. not even worth what you paid for it. It's not. that it. exactly. for the hype and the name of it all. And, you know, I'm still learning that because, right. like, uh, a woman like me just got money. You know what I mean? Right, like, I'm just right. starting to see, you know, the fruits of my labor. Not for and, a special and
1: occasion, I, like for my birthday, I'm going to turn up a little bit. You know what I mean? My birthday. Coming. We have to. Yeah. So stuff like that. But, like, just. On a random day, like every time, like when I'm when I get when I get my money, my allowance, you know what I mean. Like the first thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go on my phone. Oh, put that in the investment. Yeah, you gotta teach investment. me about these investments. Yes, I, I got much. the app. That's where yeah, all my money go, Rhonda.
0: <laughs> you gotta teach me about that yeah. because I I went through a season, you know, where I was just spending and spending and spending and spending. Like, oh, this oh, is cool.
1: I need it. Is my best friend all my money now who Robin Hood yes what's that that's the investment uh, app
0: oh, oh we gotta um, check it out guys yeah. Robin Hood like my
1: kids ain't gonna have nothing to worry about
0: like alright. so I'm then I definitely need, need to check me. that out yeah. I definitely need to check that out because you know raw and real I'm still trying to figure that part out I'm in a and I'm 42 you know but you know I'm a single mom and I've been alone for like Over twenty-five years, you know, when I say alone, like no support, financial support from anyone. But now I'm going into the season of more, and I need to make sure that the decisions I make are setting up my kids' future for better. And not and not only my kids. Like I want to help other women that are on welfare or other women that are in a rut that just don't know like where their next meal may be coming from. I rather it's sad to say, but I rather kind of help a few strangers um, because they kind of receive it better. Than like someone you actually. I know.
1: even I even own my own. I forgot about. It. I own my own daycare before. What? Yeah. Where? Here in Riverside, in California. Look at that. You that's know? the money. But, right you know, there. when the pandemic hit, you know, I lost kids, and Kiana got the coaching job, so I was just like, okay, so that's a sign. Now it's time for me to get back, focus on my husband and my kids. I, you know, I did the business on a thing. I loved it. I made a lot of money, you know? it was, But
0: do you sell it or do you keep it and just hire someone to I run just, it?
1: No, I just sold it. I just let it go. Cause Rhonda. once the pandemic hit, like nobody was bringing their kids to daycare. No. So it's a lot of daycare providers and owners like lost their business.
0: Yeah. Even now with Cali, everything's back on shutdown.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I loved it. So maybe I'm thinking maybe next year I'll open the center down in Florida. You know where I'm from. Yeah, you know it's funny you say and that. Somebody run it, but I, you know, I just I just need to focus on my family right now. You know, it's funny
0: you say that because I've been encouraging Samira to start a daycare. Um, Girl, she
1: will love it, but it's so hard right now because. of... But
0: the you know Jack, Leilani goes to a daycare. It's owned by um um a black family here in the middle of the hood it's like I I won't really say it on here because you know but it's in the middle of the hood and I love it I absolutely love it I love the family setting she I had to put her back in it as soon as they opened up which was probably I think like June of this year um so she's back in daycare full-time um and it's been heaven sent and you know like I like to say this the only thing that's that's promised in life is life and death, right? Mm -hmm. So if you open up a daycare center or um, a funeral home, you're always in business. Yeah, yeah. Those are two promised companies. And here in South Florida, there's such a need for daycare agencies because when you try to put your kids in, they're always packed.
1: Right, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not out here in California. It's been rough out here for daycares.
0: Well, let me know when you're ready to do something in Florida. I would love to do something with you. Oh
1: man, yeah, let's let's talk. We need to talk about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it because I've already got kind of got all. You know, they give so many grants and so many so much different like opportunity because there's such a need um down here. So I would love, and I think that Samira running a daycare, she is so tasha she's organized detailed wow. and that's what you really need to do to run a business
1: yeah yeah you do yeah
0: you gotta have the right players on your team exactly. and you have to take the time to really check in with what you're passionate about and it, as you can hear from tasha she's so passionate about family she's passionate about her kids her husband so what better woman is, is there to open up a daycare
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. so when is the final move to utah
1: girl we leave sunday Wow, girl! I sold my house in a week.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> now, now I mean,
1: nobody but God. But that's why I say I know this is where God want us to be at. Because, Laonda, when I tell you everything went so smoothly, like I wasn't expecting this. I just ca- end up calling my realtor. It was like, oh, can you put the house on the market? She was like, wait a minute. She was like, I have someone that's looking at that same model, you know, and they and they looking to buy it now. So I was like, okay, they can come see it. Sold it the next day. What? I'm so serious. You guys are so blessed. So serious. You're so blessed. Went to Utah. The first house that I that I googled and looked up in Utah that I love end up getting that. You know, like everything just everything just worked out. Everything always works out mm-hmm. in your favor when you let yeah. go and let mm-hmm.
0: God. You know, I would like fight against certain things that I wanted to, like, stand for or relationships, friendships. And I would keep trying to hold on to these things. And then God would drastically take them out of my life. And I would go through, like...
1: Some people come in your life for a season. You know what I mean? Something.
0: but i would go through these like breakup emotions yeah. kind of per se and then it was the best thing that ever happened to me and then everything just aligns
1: anything that just happens so smoothly right meant to be. it's meant to be it is meant, meant to be, be. and god, so what know, i'm so blessed Rhonda like god like i just got to say i got some great girlfriends you do i am so blessed like to have them like they they helped me through 2013 you know they just they are fucking amazing you hear me like uh-huh. and i hope they hear this cuz i mean this from the bottom of my heart like and i know i was a handful you know but they just man i don't know what i would have done without them that circle of support like man. i got the goosebumps the We're circle going to Vegas of life for my birthday them the, 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 those ladies are the best women i ever met in my life
0: When's when you going to Vegas?
1: The we're leaving the eighth through the tenth
0: of of January.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would say I'm coming, but your girl's going to get surgery, so maybe I next year.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be praying for you, and you gotta. I'm gonna hit you up so and check on you. Please, I'm flying out on December 29th and coming okay. back on January 21st.
0: are you Dominican Republic.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll
0: I found there. an amazing doctor. I'm going to be doing an entire podcast on my weight loss. Go with you. somebody with you? Nope. I I was Born alone. I'm a die alone girl. Are you? How you? Well, you know, I I got a nurse. I got okay. Um, okay. Someone that's going to cook and clean. You know, the kids are going to go with their dad and. um I'm just going to do me. It's around the holidays. So I understand, like, a lot of people already have plans for New Year's and. You know, it just like you said, when when you moved to Utah, the alignment was just there. And when I started it when I started exploring steps on this surgery, like I met the doctor, we connected in a way that was just so real. Everything just happened so swiftly mm. and everything just and this has been on my heart for a while. I've been big my entire life. Um and I work out every day and I eat right every day. But there's just some things that we have to do for ourselves oh, to yeah. make us feel better, you know, and this is really Really, this is it. I'm so excited. Like I'm going into 2021 with so much certainty, with so yeah, much clarity. Me too.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm blessed. I'm just grateful to God. Like God is so good, girl. He's he is. So
0: and we gotta do a Utah trip. You gotta put together like a a girls' yeah, Utah trip. Yeah. There's some really nice places in Utah.
1: Yeah, y'all need to come up. We go jet skiing. I mean not jet skiing, but we're just skiing and skiing. skiing. Oh. Snow and all that out there. Like they have I'll watch y'all the different um skiing places that you can go ski at. Like, yeah, we gotta do that. You gotta come up. So if there
0: is one thing that you wanna say say to my viewers, one one thing that you want them to that you wanna empower them with, what would you say?
1: Trust the process. That's Trust it. it. Trust the process. Oh. That's
0: it. Trust the process. Be a
1: good no matter person. What, no, no matter what, trust the process.
0: And if they're hearing this and and they're in a rut and they just don't know what tomorrow will bring, what are your what are your what do you want to say to them?
1: Give it to the Lord. That's what I I give my children, my relationships. My I give everything to the Lord because it ain't for me to bear. You know what I mean? It's it's for Him. He can bear it. I can't. So I give well, everything, we- everything. I just give it to Him.
0: When we truly let go and we truly allow the things that are meant for our life to manifest into our life, magical things start to happen. And when you show up for yourself and when you make commitments to yourself that you keep the most important commitment that you can make is to self. So I am encouraging you guys as you listen to this podcast, this is the last series of Raw and Real. We will be back after the new year. I want you to just dig deep and I want you to find what it is that you're passionate about, no matter what that looks like for you. And if you're in a season... Of uh, just uncertainty. If you're in a season of just not knowing what tomorrow brings, just let go and let God and just be the best walking human being you can be. I won't tell you to follow Natasha on social media because she's not with the social media shits. Um yeah. she's a very reserved woman that is about her family and God, and she's been in the limelight for way too long. I love you, Natasha. I love, love Kian. Give kisses to the kids for me. And I am coming to Utah with a brand new body, girl. Hey, yes, girl. (laughs) So tell Kian I need him to line up all the single men because Ronda Karan is going to come through.
1: Girl, okay. I hear you, friend. Yes.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for your time today, Tasha.
1: Thank you, girl. Love you. Love you, too.